Welcome to the Innocent Podcast. We're here with your host, Isaiah Nakin. And this time we got Jacob Pierce on the podcast again. Welcome back, Jacob. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be back. Last time was a blast. So let's see, you know, how we can do this week. Yeah, let's get things rolling here with uh, the Super Bowl preview, Bengals versus Rams. It's that time of year. We finally got there with some great games. Um, before this in the playoffs, I mean, couldn't ask for better. Started out with some blowouts, but then we got some of the best games of all time. But um, you want to start with the uh, preview, Jacob? Yeah, so like you said, Bengals, Rams, and the Super Bowl this year, the season has gone by really fast. Um, And so the early odds for this game is the Rams and that have a negative four and a half. And then the over under is 48 and a half. So I think in my opinion, it's going to be a really high scoring game. I think it's going to be over 48 and a half. And I actually think the Rams are going to cover. Um, It's going to be really important for the Bengals to really get on top of it on offense. Obviously the Rams have a really strong defense um, and I think a strong key to the game for the Bengals is going to be starting with Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon really taking over this game. I think the run game is how they're going to establish, you know, what their offense out of offensive output is going to be. Uh, if they can establish the run game, then it'll open up pretty much the entire playbook and they'll be able to pick apart the the Rams defense. So. Those are my keys for the Bengals. Do you have any keys for the Rams on how they could win this game? Um, Yeah, I think the key is Matthew Stafford's got to be on point here. Remember, he threw uh, 17 interceptions this year in the regular season, um, his career high. Um, I think he's that he's got to um, match up with uh, Cooper Cup there. And um, we saw that Tyler Higby was injured. I do not know if he's going to come back. But you got to strike um, early at this Bengals defense, and you got to play the whole full game because you, you saw what the Bengals did here in the conference championship against the Chiefs, one of the biggest comebacks in AFC championship history. Um, but, you know, I think if the um, Rams just go to their game plan, score the points they need, and then they can definitely trust on that defense to shut down uh, Joe Burrow probably. But it's not the same as Jimmy G. But, um, yeah, for – the Bengals, honestly, you, you're never out of it. If you're the Bengals, you got to stay, stay with your game plan. Same with the Rams, um, you just can't let up easy points early and uh, keep it to field goals for sure. So. Yeah, um, my keys for the Rams is definitely going to be do what's been working for you this year, which is using Cooper Cup. Obviously, you know he's had a monster year. You know, almost two thousand yards yep. receiving and. 16 yards or 16 touchdowns uh so you just gotta go for you know taking long shots early and try to expose this um Bengals defense who hasn't been the greatest throughout the year obviously we saw that in the championship game you know the Chiefs were easily able to pick a pick them apart kind of early but then you know the, the the Bengals defense really held steady you know as the game went on so they just gotta keep the momentum going and, you know, stay on the gas pedal if they get any momentum going early in this game. Yeah, and I have a question for you. Do you think this game will go to overtime? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we saw a lot of yep. uh, close 
games uh, this postseason. Um, I don't think it'll go into overtime, but I definitely think it'll be a close one. Yeah, I don't have it going to overtime, but I do have a game-winning kick. That's what By I – which team? The Rams. I feel the Rams are just – that. like this team at the beginning of the season, we saw them sign Von Miller, um, a lot of other signings too, Stafford, and they were all in it for this year. Sean Vey's ready, and um, they got through the 49ers, and this is their time. I mean, they – they built up for this season, and you, it clearly shows going to the Super Bowl. So, But also, you got the Bengals underdogs. If Joe Burrow shows up again with that with that drip, like uh, last AFC Championship game, you might need to watch out. But um, I got the Rams on this one. I just feel all-around defense and offense, they're just stronger as a team. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Rams are a really strong team, but it's you can never count out the Bengals. They nope. have – showed time and time again this season that they can just find ways to win. Um, and so I think, you know, it's going to be a really fun game to watch and hopefully, you know, a really good Super Bowl like we've seen the past couple of years. Yeah, and also I'd like to mention the Bengals, like they did, they shut down Mahomes. Um, Mahomes, some of it was on himself, but it was the pressure from the Bengals in that second half that turned things around. And I think if you can shut down Mahomes, you can definitely shut down Stafford. So it's not like it's a blow. It's gonna it's gonna be like a blowout game for sure. But you're gonna have a close one here, and that's what we like to see. So um, I got the Rams in this one, and uh, I pick them in my predictions on Instagram. I know you picked them as well. You picked the Bengals and the Rams in the final. Yeah, I did. Um, it's really cool to see that happen. Yeah. Um, and actually, a lot of people I think had the. Packers probably for the NFC so mm-hmm. the Rams you know they definitely weren't a underdog like the Bengals but you know any team is capable of pulling off any upset and you know winning any big game yeah so it's yeah like you said it's just, it's interesting to see what you thought at the beginning of the playoffs and to where it's at now definitely did not have I didn't have the Bengals here um but it's going to help out for next year. I think I'll do a lot better just seeing how it – I know it changes every year, but we'll see how it goes next year. But we still got the Super Bowl coming up here uh, next weekend. We're recording this on February 6th on Sunday. We'll probably put this out on a Monday tomorrow or maybe Tuesday. But, um, yeah, I got the Rams and you got the Rams. So that's our preview for today. Um, we will see if things changes, change, but um, two tight ends out on injury for both teams. They're starting Higby and Ozuma out. So, um, I don't know. That's crazy that both of the two tight ends that are out are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and both these tight ends have made not a huge impact, but they have definitely made some impact. So, Joe Burrow is going to have to rely a little bit more on Jamar Chase and yep. um, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And Stafford is – Higby has been, you know – a kind of his go-to guy sometimes mm-hmm. but now he's gonna you know Beckham's gonna have a bigger role and you know some of these other guys are also gonna have to step in and fill the gap of uh Tyler Higby so mm-hmm. we'll see well they got a great backup for him Kendall Blanton he was putting up more yards than Higby did in that uh 49ers game getting subbed in did you see that uh I actually didn't get to watch um 
a lot of the game, but yeah. I heard it was a really good one. Yeah. So, you know, for the Rams, it's not over. I think Kendall Blend will do a good job subbing in. I don't know who's subbing in for the bag, um, Bengals, my bad. Um, but uh, it'll be an interesting one to see. So um, coming up next, Kevin O'Connell. And we'll talk about Kevin O'Connell and the Vikings next year here. So we're pretty much sure Kevin O'Connell is going to come to Minnesota and um, going to be the coach for this next season. What's your thoughts on that, Jacob? Yeah, so like you said, uh, Kevin O'Connell, not official yet, but, not official. you know, 90% sure that he's going to be the Vikings' next head coach. Um, and one thing that I think is important is that Kevin O'Connell and Kirk Cousins have been together in the past in Washington. Yep. Uh, and so I think, you know, hopefully they'll be able to get a connection going again. And so a little bit about Kevin O'Connell. Um, he, in 2019, he was with Washington and he just, he was with the Rams the last couple of years and he's really turned into a really great offensive coordinator. And that's why he's going to take this next step of being a head coach. And so, you know, we'll see what he's able to do, but I'm really excited for what we have coming here. Yeah. And um 36 year old, this will be his first job as a head coach. Um, Vikings got to wait though till after the Super Bowl because they can't get sign him yet. But um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. He's been under um, a great amount of or really good head coaches over the few years. Like you said, at Washington, um, I can't believe Sean McVay, Matt Lafleur, and um, Shanahan were all coaching at that point for Washington. But um, you know, he's I think he's got the potential that uh, Vikings want and. Um, this will be a good job job opening. I'd rather have him than uh, Jim Harbaugh. I don't know about you, but um, I just feel Connell's ready and he got to a Super Bowl, so he knows the pressure. And uh, it was definitely time for Zimmer to get out for or out of the Vikings team. Yeah, um, I think the Vikings just needed a change. Yeah, and hopefully this is the change that you know the right change that they need. Um, obviously, we've seen with uh, Urban Meyer that. You know, going Denver. from college to the NFL is a little difficult. Um, yeah. Maybe it was just him. But, well, Jim Harbaugh also was with the 49ers, so he has had some experience with the NFL. Um, but it's definitely a different game between the two, you know, different styles of play and, you know, the skill level. So I think that bringing in a coach that is able to do what, Kevin O'Connell has been doing is going to be key and having an offensive coordinator that's that you know talented and knows what he's doing is going to be very helpful yeah and I want to mention here quick um the finalist for the job because we just mentioned O'Connell but he's most likely to be but they had uh Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris as an option uh they also had the Giants defensive coordinator Patrick Graham and like we said, Jim Harbaugh, coach of University of Michigan, he'll go back there again for another year. And, um, you know, I think, like you said, this was a good choice for the Vikings to move on. And it just wasn't working out, especially how the season ended for the Vikings, not getting um, Jefferson that record, even though it's not that big of a deal. But um, it just wasn't a good fit for the players to the coaches. So um, now that things are changed, um, Hopefully the Vikings can uh, find a way to 
get in a playoff spot and do some damage. But let's go over that uh, 2022 schedule for the Vikings. Yeah, so next year, hopefully we see a different outcome. And there's just because uh, they hire O'Connell as the head coach doesn't mean uh, these other defensive coordinators that they were looking at, they could potentially still come to Minnesota as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, so that's still an option. We'll see how things turn out here. Um, but yeah, next year for the Vikings, it seems pretty um, pretty good. Their schedule wise, I think they got pretty lucky with the picks that they got. Um, and so obviously, they play the Packers, Bears, and Lions both home and away because they're yeah. in the same division. But uh, the six other home games that the Vikings have are the Jets, Patriots, Giants, Cowboys, Colts, and Cardinals. And then their five away games that they have are the Dolphins, the new team, or not the new team, but the new change team, the Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. uh, the Saints, the Bills, and the Eagles. So pretty promising schedule, in my opinion. Um, I see them winning 12 games. Out of the seventeen possible, so they're going twelve and five, and I actually see them getting back on top in the NFC North and claiming that championship. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot easier schedule for sure. Um, you want to just go through the games and then just say if we think they'll win and or they'll lose. Yeah, so I think uh, they'll go one and one against the Packers. Yeah, uh, I think you know Packers Pack- always a difficult team. Um, but I actually think the other two division teams that they'll sweep, I think they'll sweep the Bears and the Lions. Yep. And then for the other home games, I think they'll have two other losses to the Cowboys and the Colts. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll be able to beat the Jets, Patriots, Giants, and Cardinals. I know the Patriots is going to be a tough one, but I think having that home field advantage is going to help. And I think, you know, this new head coach is going to really bring the firepower to this offense. And it's been a really good offense, but, you know, the talent has been there. But I think uh, the coaching is what, you know, needs to bring this team to the next level. And then I have them losing two games away to the Bills and the Miami Dolphins. And I have them beating the Commanders, Saints, and the Eagles. So that's kind of my look at it. Um, what's your look at their schedule? So f- I'll start with uh, home opponents. Um, like you said, I, I agree with you with the um, our division sweep, except for the Packers. I think it'll be one and one, go back and forth. Um, just both teams. I mean, I see the Packers just getting one win. But for the home opponents, um, I think we're going to beat the Giants. No question. Same with the Jets. Um, I see us beating the Patriots, like you said. Um, I don't know about the Cardinals. I think that's the one game we'll lose. Colts, Bears, well, not Bears, but Colts we can beat. Um, Eagles for road opponents. I think we can beat the Eagles, Commanders. Uh, we'll lose to the Bills. Beat the Dolphins and Saints we can beat. So other than that, I think I just have the Cardinals I have us losing to the Cardinals, the Packers once, um, and then I have us losing to here, the Bills. I I think we'll lose to the Cowboys, so four losses probably, in my opinion. So 13-4? Uh, 
Yeah, I, I have I have him going off this season. I think it's just new a new change in the room, and uh, you know we'll see how they do. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, Dalvin Cook is probably going to change his number to four, and hopefully he's able to stay healthy. I think that was maybe part of their problem this year is that yeah. he wasn't able to be at a hundred percent, which means you know the running game isn't you know the best, which means I had to rely on the backup Alexander Madison, who's not not a horrible backup, definitely um, capable of filling the role of Dalvin Cook, but I think they lost some of their, you know, firepower on offense because Dalvin Cook wasn't wasn't 100%. So hopefully him being at 100%, hopefully he'll stay healthy. I think that this team could go a long way. Um, Is Irv Smith back? Do you know that? Um, I would assume he would be back. Um, yeah. I think it's just a season and the injury last year. So also getting him back will help a lot. Yeah, Irv was going off. I really like him as a player. Um, he was a great um, other option besides Jefferson. Um, a lot better than what we had in Cochran at the end of the year. I don't think you can – in big games like the games we have coming up, Bills, uh, Patriots, games like that, uh, you can't really trust him in that. And uh, – they're gonna double team Jefferson, so I think Irv will be a great, um, a great like coming back from injury for the Vikings. So, yeah, I mean, you also since you uh, want to just go over like um, last year's regular season results and like talk about that as well. Yeah, um, you want to pull it up? Can't remember what I think they finished. Uh, Nine and or seven and nine. Yeah. So, week one, we lost to the Bengals, uh, twenty seven, twenty four, twenty seven. Um, I mean that's a win, a loss. I, I mean, with Joe Burrow there, I mean I don't know. I could see that a lot. I mean, uh, what do you think? Yeah, we definitely uh had control of that game. It was a bummer that Cook fumbled. Um, yeah, in overtime, I think if he wouldn't have fumbled, I think we could have drove another, you know, 10, 15 yards, got a field goal, and you know, potentially won that game. And that would have been a good start to the season. Week two, we should have won. We lost 33 34. Now, we all know about that game, so <laughs> uh, we should have won that one. But, um, now that's one win in the bag, so that'd bring us what, what were we? So it'd be eight and eight. If we would have won that game, yeah, yep. Or no, we would have been no uh, nine and eight. Nine, yeah, nine and eight, nine and eight. So week three, win against the Seahawks, good win. Week four, we lose to the Browns. That's kind of disappointing. A win we should have got. Yeah, uh, definitely. That was just the offense wasn't mm-hmm. really producing really much of anything. Uh, seven points definitely not going to win you a whole lot of ball games. So in a home game, yeah, so that was not not their best showing. Mm-hmm. Um, week five, Lions win definitely deserved. We needed that win and we got it. Um, week six, or were you gonna say something? Yeah, the Lions game. Uh, the Lions were obviously not the greatest team this year, and you know. Just barely beating him by a field goal by Greg Joseph last second is not the way. I mean, a win is a win at this point in the season, but 
you know, it was they definitely needed to make a statement and win after losing to Cleveland in week four. So mm-hmm. it was a bummer that they only won by two points, but at this point, you know, a win was a win. Yes, sir. Uh, week six, this one went to OT against the Carolina Panthers. We ended up getting a win 34-28. Um, I think I was golfing during this. This was the game-winning – no, this wasn't a kicker. This was a kick, right, to go to OT? Uh, to go to OT, I don't remember, but I do remember uh, K.J. Osborne's great oh, yeah. sideline catch and then reach over the pylon for the win. That was that was great. Um, yeah, I don't think I was able to watch this one. I'm not I was, sure what I was doing, but I was golfing, so I don't even. I I remember. I know it was going to OT, and then I had to go play, but um, I mean that was a good one as well. Week six, uh, week seven, obviously a bye. Um, nothing new there. Week eight, lost to the Cowboys, America's team. This game, it's that was not... Halloween. What? Uh, that was uh, October thirty first, Halloween. Yep. For the Dallas game, that was you know a bummer of a loss there. Mhm. Week nine. And let me just add something. It was against yep. a backup Cooper Rush for the Cowboys. Cool. So that was um you know, and it was at home. So that was a very winnable game, and it would have, you know, it would have been three straight wins going into Baltimore, who was a great team, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they would have had maybe a little more confidence. So, yes, week nine, another OT final, but this time it was a loss, and uh, it was to the Ravens at M and T Bank Stadium. Um. You know, this is a game we could have won, I feel, in my opinion, and this would have been an important one to win against a difficult team in Lamar Jackson. But, um, yeah, it's another loss and uh, hurt us in the end of the season for sure. Yeah, and um, I believe in that game we were up like 17-3 yeah. to three or something like that. Yeah. Um, and we just took our foot off the gas and we let him back in. And obviously, when you have Justin Tucker and you go into overtime, you know, you do not need to get very many yards to set yourself up for a field goal uh, attempt. So it's unfortunate that they were able to lose to a good team like Baltimore, but, you know, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're gonna, it's going to happen one of these times. But uh, week 10, this time it was at SoFi Stadium against the Chargers. Uh, big win there. In uh, California, twenty-seven twenty. Um, this was a win we needed as well, uh, away from home. Um, I thought the team played well, and uh, it's not easy to go against uh, Herbert away at the new stadium that's going to be hosting the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, you know, it was just it was good for them to get back on the groove, get back in the win column. Um, but yeah. The Chargers were definitely an up-and-down team throughout the course of the season, and, you know, they were a field goal away from being in the playoffs. That was, you know, a great way to finish the regular season. But, yeah, it was great for the Vikings to go away and get a win um, at the Chargers. So that was that was good to see. Yeah. Week 11, um, it was like, it was at home, and we beat our rivals, the Packers, 34-31. Uh, needed a win like this 
start off that rivalry and um I thought we played a great game and uh it showed for sure after the win. Yeah, um this one was a thriller of a game. Uh, a lot of back and forth action and you know, we were able to dig deep towards the end there and you know, run off some clock and finally get the you know, game winning field goal. So that was, you know, good to see that we were able to beat the Packers and get some momentum back as we finished off the season. Yeah, and then uh, we lose that two-game winning streak in week 12 to the 49ers at Levi Stadium, 26-34. Um, I mean, this it's a – like, the teams they lose to, besides the one game that's coming up next, I mean, they're decent teams. I think um, we just don't play the full game, and um, it clearly showed in this one. Uh, what do you what do you think about this one, this game? Yeah, um, every obviously every away game is difficult in the NFL because every team is capable of beating any team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 49ers, obviously, they went to the conference championship this year. Yeah. They they once again started off the game really good, and I think they were up at one point. But you know, a few costly mistakes like Kirk lining up behind the wrong guy, mm. and um, throwing a pick and, you know, some costly turnovers that turned into points and eventually uh, you weren't able to close out the game. Yeah, uh, tough one. But um, And then they start off with a two-game losing streak here after an unfortunate one at Ford Field against one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Detroit Lions, 27-29 and loss. Um, I know this is an away game, but you can't lose to the Lions, and this was, should have been a win for sure. I don't know what was going on week 13. Yeah, um, they were down quite a bit, actually, like 10 points or something in the first half, and they were able to get back. But when you're down against a team that hadn't won a game yet or maybe only won one game, I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, it's – you know, going to take a toll on you, and they weren't able to, you know, complete the comeback against the Detroit Lions, who actually, I don't think they were the worst team. They just had a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their three and thirteen and one record kind of showed that, you know, every team should beat them. Um, and so, you know, you win this game, you also put yourself in a very good position to make the playoffs. You yeah. know. As the season winded down, they were only a game away from, you know, tying the Eagles for a playoff spot. And so, you you know, kind of you go back, you look at their schedule, and you're like, okay, we had a fumble in, in Cincy, should have won that game. Missed 37-yard field goal in Arizona, should have won that game. So many you know, some, of these, some of these games, you're like, man, lost to a backup quarterback at Dallas or at Minnesota against Dallas, should have won that game. You know, there's just a lot of games where you look back and you're like, we could have been a really good team, but, you know, you can't close games. Yeah, it's the little things like that um, that can tear you up. But um, if they would have went to the playoffs, I don't know if Zimmer would have stayed. But, um, I mean, I want them to go to the playoffs and stuff like that. But it's almost like restarting at this point. Not the whole team rebuilding, but you just needed that new coach at this point and uh, – you know, I just feel we can do a lot better next year. So I'm also disappointed, but um, 
we needed a change. So, yeah, we, I feel like if they would have, you know, done a little better, there's a chance that Zimmer would have stayed. And yeah. who knows? That might have that might have hurt him even worse in this coming years. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise that you know yes. we didn't do our greatest this year, and we needed you know that showed that we needed a change. We needed someone who could you know call plays to finish out the game and you know put us in a position to make the playoffs and you know go for a run yeah totally agree uh week 15 uh not it's it's not easy to play at soldier field but they find a way to get a win against the bears away 17 to 9 um these are the games you need to win um they're very difficult but um vikings find a way and um yeah, I thought just um, a good uh, bounce back from the Steelers game to keep that streak going. Yeah, um, like you said, it's playing at Soldier Field is very difficult with the weather and, you know, being December 20th, it's, you know, anything. It can snow, it can, you know, be zero degrees. You know, mm-hmm. it's very hard to play at Soldier Field. And so it was good that they were able to get a win um against Chicago and you know build up some momentum as they played the Rams the next week and the Packers the following week which are two great teams yeah um we're getting we're starting to get to the end of the season here um, week 16 to take a loss and it's against the Rams at home um I mean I don't expect them to win this game it would be nice to win this game but you're against a difficult Rams team um, well put together under Sean McVay. Um, they didn't make – it wasn't a blowout, which was good, but um, 23-30 to 30 loss. Yeah, um, obviously you know that the Rams are a great team, you know, being in the Super Bowl this year. Uh, but I was just – it was good to see that Minnesota kept it close. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the Rams didn't pull away until, you know, the fourth quarter. But – um, that just shows you that they were capable of playing, you know, against, you know, the top teams in the league. They almost beat the Bengals, who are in the Super Bowl. They yeah. were really close to the Rams, who are also in the Super Bowl this year. So the Vikings can definitely play at a high level. They just got to figure out when. Yeah, and I think that we can definitely play at a high level next year. We'll just see how it goes. But um, week 17, uh, lost to the Packers. 10 to 37 at Lambeau Field. Like I said about Soldier Field, it's not easy to play at. Um, these fans are crazy. And, um, I mean, we just got destroyed in that game. But, um, I mean, it is what it is. And we got the win that we wanted um, in the first game of the series. So, one and one ain't too bad. But um, tough loss to take. Yeah, um, obviously Green Bay is a really good opponent. And so... You know, when these two teams, Minnesota and Green Bay, when they play each other, it's definitely a great, great time to watch football um, unless you take a beating like 37 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also hard when you have a backup quarterback. Uh, the Vikings lost Cousins for that game due to COVID protocols. And mm-hmm. so it was tough going into Lambeau Field with it being just – I remember that game was just – freezing um but and it was Sunday night football so you know they got a lot of fans there 
a lot of, you know, players who, you know, playing with the backup quarterback, things don't always go well, especially when you're playing really good teams. So, you know, I didn't really expect him to do a whole lot, but that was just kind of a game we wanted to forget about. Yeah, yeah, forget about it and move on because then you go get the win at home against the Bears, uh, 31-17. Um, it was good to get a win at the end of the season. It did not end well between Justin Jefferson and the management. Um, I thought that was kind of pathetic at this point. Zimmer knew his job was going to be gone. Kubiak, I don't know what he's doing. Um, I mean, you saw, what was it? Uh, was it two years ago or a year ago when Elvin Kamara broke that touchdown record for running back or whatever? Um, I, I don't remember for, when. That, it well, was last like, year he had six touchdowns against the Vikings. Yeah, it was that game. That's what you're about. Yeah, yeah, it was that game. And, like, see, now they're trying to get the record for him. But why can't we go get the record for Jefferson? I mean, it, it was right there. I mean, the first one he didn't mess up. Um, but then he just they just gave up. And uh, I just didn't like how the season ended. Yeah, at this point they were out of the playoff race. Um, you know, Zimmer already knew his job was gone. And so, you know, getting your young star his record that he – you know, really deserved was probably one of the, you know, things that everyone was looking forward to, uh, him breaking Randy Moss's record. But, you know, hopefully he gets a shot at it this year. Uh, but definitely a excellent two years for him, and hopefully he can keep it going um, under, you know, the new head coach. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we'll see where things lead with this amazing star wide receiver and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and after the recap of the whole season, um, it didn't. I know it's the preseason, but started off with three losses, didn't start that well. But, um, you know, this is one of these times where you just needed a new coach, like you said. You said it many times. And um, it's going to be fun to watch next year. I'm, I'm getting excited. And um, once you get O'Connell going and uh, his team practicing, um, can't wait to watch him on TV. But, um yeah, that's the Vikings recap, and um, hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, before we go, um, you weren't here when we did this, but what are your thoughts on the new name, Command Washington Commanders? Yeah, um, I obviously wasn't really expecting Commanders. Um, I don't think it was their top choice, and I don't think that's what anyone was really, you know, expecting them to choose. Um, but if they want to go for it and they want that to be their name, I mean, they have all the rights to it, but I definitely thought it was not going to be the commanders. I can't remember what the top choice was. Um, um, so the commanders did get leaked on social media. Um, also there was a, like a podcast show or whatever. I saw that they tried to look in the stadium for the team store and they had commander stuff up commander stuff up a week before um but i mean in my opinion just stay with the washington football team you know what i mean that's my yeah opinion. i mean that's better than in my opinion that's better than uh you know the team name that they have now it's kind of it's it was kind of hard for them to choose a name you know cuz i didn't really you know that type of team uh it's really hard to choose a new team yeah. name, uh, especially with all the pressure that 
you know, was put on them. Um, but yeah, I thought they should have just kept it as the Washington football team, WFT, and um, just, you know, kept it going. Yeah, and like, I know there's going to be people mad no matter what you choose. Even if you pick the Washington football team, people are still going to be mad. But um, you had everything set. Now, you at this point, you can't go back. It's already you already put your name as the commanders, and it's it's like the it's like the Indians. I mean, it's not like they had a set name before that, and they had to change like a second time. But now they're the Guardians. If baseball starts up again, which we don't see it anytime soon, but um, I mean, if I'm them, I'm just staying with the same name and um, moving on. And because they had some nice helmets, for, I like their helmets. They look yeah. pretty cool, and their jerseys weren't too bad either. But um, yeah, I just wanted to get your thought on that because um. We did it with Lucas on here, but um, I didn't get one to talk with you. So, um, yeah, got to talk, get that in. But um, you got anything else before we uh, hop off here? Uh, no, I don't think so. It should be a great Super Bowl to watch here uh, next Sunday. And I think that I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think so are you, obviously. Uh, but I'm really excited to see what this off season brings for you know, the teams who kind of were borderline, you know, being playoff caliber or, you know, not. And, you know, there's a ton of new head coaching yeah. uh, positions that were filled already. And so it's interesting to see what those teams will bring in the next couple of years. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to do another one of these uh, after the Super Bowl, kind of get a recap on that if you want. Yeah. Uh, that'd be fun, and uh, we'll have to keep this going more often. And, um, yeah, it was a fun episode for sure. I'm um, glad to have you back. And uh, we're recording this on Sunday. I think I'll post it on Monday or Tuesday. But um, hope you guys have a good rest of your day whenever you're listening to this. And uh, make sure to check out the other episodes. We finally got an Apple podcast. So if you have an Apple phone, check it out, subscribe, subscribe and uh Leave a good review for us if you like it. And, um, yeah, we look forward to um, doing another one of these again. Uh, thanks for coming on, Jacob. Yeah, it was a, it was a blast. Thank yeah, you man. for having me. Yeah, man, have a good uh, rest of your weekend for sure. Yeah, you too. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, look forward to more episodes coming soon. All right, see you guys. See you. See you, Jacob. See you.